I'm Arlene Bynum for John Oakley, and welcome back. We're going to deal with the cold weather. We're going to get back to the fiscal update. We're going to give you the latest on St. Michael's School. The, the staff there, they have, they have issued a statement. We'll bring it to you. But right now, we're, we're really going to focus on this wet weather. It's always a big deal when it snows and it's tough to drive. Well, there's a little bit of that north of the city. We, I saw a picture earlier on when we were doing the fiscal school update and I thought wow where is this and it is was the 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 400 in Barrie and I hope if you're on there that is not happening to you however we've got this extreme cold weather alert it is only November and the city is worried about those who are very very vulnerable here is Toronto's associate medical officer of health Christine Navarro If you know somebody who is in a vulnerable group, especially an isolated older person, make sure that you check in on them um, and make sure that they're if they're at home, that that home is um, at at least 21 degrees Celsius. There we go. I'm supposed to be checking in on our neighbors only November. Let's hear the latest on how it looks, how cold it will get, how long it's going to last. Anthony Farnell, Global News Chief Meteorologist. Anthony, welcome. Thank you for having me on this afternoon. Hey, Anthony, just how cold is this and how long is it going to last? Well, it's definitely cold. We uh, are right in that range uh, as far as the, as far as the record goes for tomorrow morning. So that's something we're watching. We have to uh, see the temperature drop back a little bit more. But if we get down to minus twelve point four, that is uh, the old record from nineteen eighty nine. So that's one number we're watching. The other one is the wind chill. The fact that those winds are so gusty and they have been all day, but now that it's getting colder after dark, we're starting to see wind chills ranging from minus seventeen to minus. 20 across the GTA, and because it's November, our body isn't quite used to it, it it has a a serious health risk, and that is why uh, the City of Toronto has issued that extreme cold weather alert. You know, you mentioned it, our bodies aren't used to it, it's only November, and you also talked about records. Is this, how weird is this, Anthony? Well, records can occur, of course, any time mm-hmm. of year, but we've been watching this system for days now. We knew it was coming. We knew this air originated over the North Pole, and it made it down here in about four days' time. So it doesn't have uh, the, the normal uh, moderation that you would typically get in November. Another thing is the fact that much of Ontario is under a deep snowpack. So uh, the cold air basically just slides along without warming up, and now we're seeing that uh, arriving in the GTA. The good news is that it is going to be in and out of here rather quickly and we're back well above freezing by the weekend. I just, you know, you mentioned our, that we're not used to it. Is there science? I mean, this is your business. Is there science that our, our blood actually does take it in stride later on? Uh, yeah, I mean, frostbite is frostbite. That uh, settles in with a set amount of time and that is kind of a, a scientific equation that you can look at for that. But as far as what we feel and also just how we dress. Not everybody has their thick winter parka on already. Not Mm -hmm. everybody has uh, the toque, the scarf, the gloves, the boots, all of those things that you may have in January already out of uh, storage. Well, you're going to need it a bit earlier, and especially uh, those areas that are getting snow this afternoon. Winter tires is a whole other thing. So, yeah, snow and cold in November, I think, is worse than, than seeing that in the middle of the winter. Also, I know that they were busy scrambling, trying to put up some shelters around the city because of the um, the asylum seekers and the overcrowding. And boy, I think they thought they had till the, at least the end of November, and they don't. 
They really don't. So uh, this is arriving uh, quickly, and that wind chill by tomorrow morning could be as low as minus 21. So that is ugh, just gives me a chill thinking about it. And, and the fact that, yeah, we are still in mid-November, uh, you get the idea that this may be, be a long winter, and that's kind of what we're thinking. Have we heard anything? I mean, do we have any predictions for the winter? Well, our winter forecast at Global News came out last week, and we are calling for below normal temperatures when you factor in the next Mm -hmm. few months, and generally about average snowfall. So we're already off to the races. We've had about 15 centimeters at Pearson Airport so far, and uh, maybe another one to two with these snow squalls that are coming through, by the way, in the next three hours or so. If you're traveling north of Highway 401, you may have to deal with some of that snow that you mentioned up near Barrie. It's actually uh, pivoting now through the GTA. So, yeah, there's been already quite a bit of snow. I think the cold is going to ease some. This is extreme. We're going to go back to just your average November and early December cold, but uh, it is, I think, a sign of, of what we may have ahead of us this winter. All right, at least we're prepared because we have you, Anthony Farnell. Thank you kindly. All right, thanks. Anthony Farnell, Global News Chief Meteorologist. There we hear colder than normal winter. And the picture I saw was not another part of the world. It was around the Barry area. Anthony Farnell saying there, if you're listening to us in your car, he said it's moving down into the GTA just north of the 401. And we know what that's like. You know, as I hear this story, I just remember commuting for so many years north of the city, in a rural community into the city and it was just two different worlds the commuters are commuters and you know we when when you're north of the city and heading in and that those snow squalls happen i used to arrive places i totally freaked out nerves all shaking and everything people would be sitting there in the city of toronto and i am very very grateful because I don't have to do that when it's snowing. And I am very, very grateful. A lot of people are grateful. Mike here is very grateful. He used to work outside in this weather. And so when it happens, he just told me that he's grateful to be inside. It's a, it's a good thing. So here we go. We've got our panel up next. So we're going to get in, as we like to say, doing a deep dive. We're parsing, nitpicking, bringing you all the details of this fiscal update. A lot of numbers, a lot of areas. We're going to try to make it a pattern and see what it looks like the liberals think you want before you vote in the next election campaign. We also, every single day since this became a story last week, uh, St. Michael's School, there has been something new. And today we do have something new. We have a statement from the board of directors at St. Michael's College School. We're going to bring you that statement and we're going to ask our panel what they think about it. There's a real sense. This is just tip of the iceberg. And one of the things we're going to discuss later on the show is any legal ramifications. You know, the principal is sticking. They, he had a meeting and a big meeting with the parents and the staff and and said that he was trying to help a victim. It's a story and he's sticking with it. And many wonder if there is a legal uh, position that they could be vulnerable for this and any other school that doesn't act on these things. And we see, I see there's another video of a teenager and it's happening in Ottawa. We'll bring you the details of that. And it is online and a beating. Here we are, you know, the tape thing. The tape changes everything. And I know that we've been focusing as we've been covering this, 
that this tape makes it worse for the victim. On the other hand, you know, talking to a er- lawyer earlier today, he was saying it also makes it better. If there was no tape, we kind of touched on it yesterday. We'll get into it today. If there was no tape, then somebody could just pretend this did not happen. So it is a good thing, and it is a negative thing. I'm Marlene Bynum for John Oakley. We're going to take a break. When we return, topics worthy of discussion with our wonderful panel. Don't go away. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.